are good to go. With more of the Matt Wyatt Show. Coming to you direct and live. Boy, let's go. Hour number two of the show off and running with you. I'm Matt in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance all across the great state of Mississippi. I'm here. Beaver's here. You're here. If you're here, Beaver and I have a reason to be here. We got a show. You can be a part of it by texting and calling and commenting on the live stream and all those numbers and things coming up. It's the same as grabbing a chair and pulling up to the table with us and plopping down. I'll even pour you some hot coffee in your mug from High Point Roasters in New Albany. I boiled some on the stove and got it real hot today, so you can have some hot coffee for sure. And I'm staying connected to you because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi. C Spire, customer inspired. We were inspired by this in the first hour. Why not start off the second hour? With a little sonic boom from J.S.U. And it's appropriate because Andre from Jackson just texted the show and said, all Mississippi teams will win this weekend. State, Ole Miss, Southern Miss, and J.S.U. He thinks all four are going to win. That's Andre in Jackson. Who's Jackson State play tomorrow? Do you know? I know. Do you know? Jackson State is at Texas State from the Sun Belt. So that's FCS versus FBS, but it's a tough challenge. We'll see what uh, Jackson State's able to get done. Southern Miss is going to host Tulane. They beat Tulane last year. Southern Miss is going to host them after they lost to Ole Miss last week. Of course, Georgia Tech hosting, I'm sorry, going to Ole Miss and State hosting LSU. Big finish. Here we go. And without further ado, it has been a while. Here in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio, it is the homecoming queen. Hello. I know you hate applause, but you deserve it. Hey, Beaver. Hey, Annabeth. Beaver, do you know uh, what tomorrow is? I don't. Tomorrow is not only the day that uh, State plays LSU. 11 a.m. game, and so on and so forth. It is also the homecoming queen's birthday tomorrow. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah, she's finally going to get to know what it feels like to be 30 years old. Oh, yeah, sure. (laughs) And the big 3-0. I like that. Let's just say, (laughs) let's just call it 30. Let's just leave it there. Yeah, Uh, that's right. So uh, happy early birthday to you. Thanks. Um, If you are listening... And you would like to say or sing happy birthday to the homecoming queen? You're oh welcome to do that. Goodness. No, <laughs> no Matt. <laughs> Feel free to do, to do so. Well, how you been? It's been a while. It's been a while. Beaver, it's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. I have had, Matt, I don't know if Matt told you, I've had the worst, I don't know if anybody listening has had this, I've had the worst inner ear um, stuff going on, just kind of thrown off balance and a little dizzy for the last several weeks. Kind of working on that. Been back to the ENT like three or four times. Some really great doctors here in Tupelo. So I've just been a little bit off. I'll be honest. I think we all have those moments. And Matt's been a good nurse. He's been taking good care of me. And I was even nervous about putting the headset on. But I am haven't yeah. fallen over. Yet. Yet. <laughs> if, I, if you hear a big thud, 
That's me <laughs> on my birthday eve. <laughs> birthday eve. But as a- part of his nursing duties, has he been has he been keeping the thermostat set properly? No. No, uh, let's just go ahead and say no. No, I mean this morning, I even Mary Liddy, even Mary Liddy this morning before school was like, "It's hot in here," and I was like, "It is." <laughs> it's I had not to go, hot. I had to go turn it down to about sixty-eight. I I'm mean, like, it was come on, Matt. It was sixty-two degrees outside when we woke up this morning, but not inside. <laughs> but I am really pleasantly surprised with the coolness yeah. of the last few I days. Know. I it's mean, it is. felt very fallish, which is my favorite time of year usually my birthday is pretty hot yeah um yeah so i'm hoping that maybe is what's the weather tomorrow supposed to be a little little cooler no oh yeah about like today i think i saw that the high is like 87 which is cool you know well comparatively (laughs) for the middle of september when it's when it's a high of 87 and the low is in the low 60s and it's not very humid. Yeah, it feels like fall to us. We can take it, right? Because on your birthday, and normally, we'll, and we'll take it. It's hot around. Yeah, it's ninety-two degrees and super humid. Yeah. And it may say ninety-two, but it feels like ninety-eight. Yeah. And I mean, it's just we've been really fortunate here these last couple of weeks, uh, for sure. I did see a map yesterday too, one of the weather services, where it predicts. A really cold winter? No, no. It was predicting the fall foliage and oh. like the time that you'll start to see it. And so it was a map of the United States. And you could see the orange and brown colors at the top, like the northernmost in like, what, early October. Then mid-October, it's down in. And basically what it showed is that like Mississippi, it doesn't predict that we get fall foliage, really start getting it until late October into November. Beaver, when Matt and I get old, we're going to be those people that travel around and go look at the leaves. <laughs> we, we, we're both really nerds about, oh, gosh, look at that leaf or look at that tree. And I, yeah. I feel like one day when we're old and gray, yeah. which is getting closer every day, we might go do that, huh? You can hear people. You yeah. hear people doing that. I'll huh? be the, I will be that guy. You'll be yeah. taking the picture. That's a poplar tree. Now, that one there, oh, there's ginkgo. Um, yeah, we got a maple in the yard and, yeah. you know, all this anyway. kind of stuff. Yeah, anyway. That'll be us. That'll be us. We've got several people wishing you happy birthday oh, here. sweet. J-Rock, Robbie. Thanks, y'all. Uh, let's see, Sven on the Murray West live thread. Uh, wished you a happy birthday. Melissa on Facebook on the live thread. Wished you a happy birthday. Thanks, everybody. There's a chance we may have some on the phone line. Let's check that. On the Divini Equipment phone line, uh-huh. Divini Equipment in Madison and in Jackson. On line one, it's more bully. Hey, more bully. Aww. <laughs> Matt, homecoming queen. How y'all doing? Hey, more bully. Happy Maroon Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Maroon Friday. Happy Maroon Friday to you. Those people may be texting, but I'm calling. Happy birthday, Annabelle. Aw, thank you so much. That's so sweet. Does anybody have the guts to call and sing Happy Birthday? Why to her? don't you sing it? Me? Ah, uh, you sing. No, uh, yeah. People no. don't more bully. <laughs> People don't know this about Matt because he doesn't tell you all this, but I will tell you, Matt has a great voice. He sang in my sister and Rob's wedding. Like, he has a beautiful voice. I can see that. He doesn't tell anybody that. that, so he should sing. I only yeah. bre- I only break it out on special occasions. Well, I feel like my birthday is kind of It special. is a very well, special. What are you waiting for? Well, yeah. it's not her birthday. What are you waiting for? Tomorrow is her birthday, and uh, I will see her on her birthday. You game. You, however, and what I'm saying, more bully, is if you want to sing "Happy Birthday," this is your chance. You can't call her up tomorrow and do it. I, I can. I like his. I, can't. I like his birthday wish. More bully was sweet to call. <laughs> Don't get on to him. Well, Don't get on to him. Okay, I won't. 
I can't do that because I'm driving and okay. he's I'm, I'm not in tune when I'm driving. Okay. Yeah, he's got yeah. yeah he's, been, like know, more, more bullies. Yeah, one of those. He has that little thing in his pocket where he pulls out and hits perfect C. Yeah. And now he knows how to start his song. I was a little sharp this morning in the shower. So, I better just wait. That's, That's fantastic. Hey, but Matt, I do have something to talk to you about, though. Okay, all right. So, I was listening earlier when, um, I think it was, is it Jason in Flagstaff? Yes, he texted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did text. Was he talking about Will Rogers when he said, you're the bad quarterback or whatever? Well, he was being sarcastic, kind of repeating what a lot okay, of these other good. people say, yeah. Well, I just don't get it. I mean, the dude was in an offense for three years. And by the way, if you go to the record book, he's the yard leader in passing. Yeah. Now he's changed an offense that's totally different. If you watch the uh, SEC Inside yesterday, it probably aired Monday, though. It was on Mississippi State, and yeah. they talked about how they're going to 50-50. Right. And for him to transition to that, and with the routes being different in a way because you know, in the air air raid, you're just looking at at spaces, and right. this you're looking at routes specifically. Yeah. yeah. So, I just I'm not I'm not in that boat at all with Will, like at all. He's proven himself to me, and he's just got to get adjusted. It's game two. Yeah. Now it's game three. Yeah. What do you think about all that? Well, I yes, and there's this rhythm factor that I think if I were him, I would think it'd be very hard to get used to. Here's what I mean by that. Yeah. You are throwing the ball 40, 50 times a game at times in the previous offense. And even though some of it is short, you know, extended handoff throws, as a quarterback, that right arm just gets in a rhythm. You just, you know, you're repeating the, the same motions. You get a little hot. You know, you get settled in more comfortable. And then that deep shot comes down the field. It's not all that unusual. And now I'm just throwing it further. Whereas, you know, it's like it, it's now – it's. It's like going from starting pitching to, to being a closer, <laughs> where you know a starting pitcher is going to throw a hundred pitches. Well, closer, you come in and you get three outs, and they got to be all, yeah. and every pitch has got to be perfect, and every pitch is a massive situation, and it's kind of, that's the way it is now with him because you're running the ball more, so you got, you got fewer pass attempts. So when he does call that throw down the field and you get him open for a bomb, it's got to be hit. Period, and it's a whole it's different. Like his arms cold, right? It's it. It's a. It's a. It's a whole di- different thing to get used to from a rhythm standpoint. Right, I get it. I. I mean, I totally understand what you're saying. I mean, especially because my son was a pitcher, mm-hmm. and it makes total sense. Yep. Comparing that to comparing him right now to a pitcher. Yep, yep. that's the way it feels. But uh, here's what I've been telling people. I've been it's kind of sarcastic, but. I'm like, y'all, we're not even running offense we're going to run. We're just playing around. We're, we're throwing out the air raid Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> we're throwing, we just didn't want to give LSU a, a sneak peek at what we're doing. Hey, can you and imagine? And then what happens is now we have two offensive packages, period, right. and nobody knows what to prepare for. What to prepare for. <laughs> Could you imagine if I, yeah. if I wanted to just mess with everybody, like if I got on Twitter the, tonight and said breaking, sources tell me, it's straight back to the air raid. It's four wides and empty the whole game. They're going to throw it 60 times a game. Like, and just 
you know, half the people would go, now Matt's being stupid, they ain't doing that. But uh, about a half <laughs> of the other people would believe it and run to Twitter with oh, it and yeah. go nuts, you know. For sure. Yeah. For we, sure. We could have some fun with hey. it if we just wanted attention. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> hey, uh, Annabeth, enjoy your Rolex. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean it. Ooh. Did you get the, did you get the Rolex, Matt? Did you say Rolex? I don't even I like know what that it. is. Rolex. Really I don't, even know. Yeah. I don't yeah. even know what that is. Yeah, he Rolex. got it. He got yeah. it for sure. I hear you. Hey, let me just say I this, though. So. Let me just say this, more bully. Okay, since now we all have smartphones, a Rolex is completely worthless as far as I'm concerned. It does nothing. <laughs> nothing. It, it does nothing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's like right. if that okay, you're gonna pay that amount of money for a watch. Does the watch also have like Batman capabilities? Does it shoot out a spider web that can swing me from building to building? Will it make me dinner? Will it? Will this watch that I'm paying the amount of money you pay for a Rolex? Can I do like James Bond and it turns into a tiny handsaw and I can like saw through a rope or something? Because if it doesn't, if it is a watch, and that's all it is. It's worthless nowadays. In other words, he you know, did he did not get me a Rolex. <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty obvious. Matt, you saying that you saying that reminds me or tells me this: a Swiss Army knife is more used to you than a than a Rolex. It is. Yeah, I can do Correct. more. It has more purpose yeah. than a Rolex watch. And you go, well, the Rolex has value. Yeah, you know why? Because some other idiot will pay money for it. That's why That's you're right. telling me it has value. It won't do anything, though. That's oh, right. God. Well, dude, we're heading up to Vegas. Um, have a good game tomorrow. Safe travels from Tupelo. Okay. Appreciate it. Be careful. Yeah, yeah, be happy careful. Birthday again. Thank you. Um, Keith on Facebook on the Murray West Live thread says, Matt, your wife's voice is so pleasant. Oh, She has to be a beautiful person inside and out. Well, that's so sweet. And she is. That's so sweet. She is. And she's beautiful on the outside, and she's a very sweet, beautiful person on the inside. Well. Sometimes. I just need to, Beaver, I just need to come back on the show every once in a while. Matt's being really sweet. And <laughs> build up your self-esteem. Yeah, yeah. It looks like here we have on line two, Brando, hanging on the Divinity Equipment phone line. Brando, what's up? Homecoming queen, I really hope this doesn't make you feel old. Because I think this is kind of our era, and I'm the I'm the stupid one that'll do it. So here we go. What is he doing? Happy happy birthday! We're so glad you came. Happy happy birthday from the Johnny's gang. We are so excited. We hope that you are too. So happy happy birthday from the Johnny's group. Oh, okay. Yay! That is fantastic. This man just gave you a Shoney's happy birthday. And Brando, listen, that made my whole day because I can't tell you how many times we would go to Shoney's and get the hot fudge chocolate cake for your birthday and get that song. I mean, that just made my day. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, because was it Shoney's like the first one that Shoney's, everybody could, knew if you go on your birthday, they bring free, you a, get a free. free. Fudge, hot fudge cake. Hot fudge cake. That's it. Oh my gosh, that was great. Atta boy, that's that's stepping up to the plate. That was really right sweet, there. and he's he's right. I'm in that era where we would, we went to Shoney's. That was a big deal. Hey Beaver, I know you know Brando. Did he work at Shoney's? <laughs> no, but he sure has that memorized. Yeah, he I do really too. Does. I love that song. <laughs> I love it. That's really good. I may or may not have been with 
maybe one or two people who may or may not have said it was their birthday when it wasn't <laughs> just to get a hot fudge cake. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that was sweet. Lots of happy birthday wishes coming oh, in. That's, that's sweet. Uh, Chris in Macon, uh, Magic Mike, uh, J-Rock, I mentioned that one. Um, let's see, who else? Nick on YouTube, Becky on Facebook, Debbie on Facebook, Matthew, who's on the road. We got a bunch. Hey, who am I hearing? I hear a phone call. Hey. Beaver, do you hear that? I hear it. I so I may or may not have left the the pot up there. Okay. So is that Brando <laughs> yeah. didn't hang up? <laughs> no, that's actually a different call. Okay. Now we got Judy. Oh, okay. Judy. Judy on line one. What's up, Judy? Thanks for calling. Hey, Matt. Howdy. Hey, homecoming queen. Hey, Judy. How are you? I'm one of those. Oh, I'm doing great. I get. I am going to watch our bulldogs beat up on the tigers tomorrow. Oh, great. <clears throat> um, I'm one of those crazy people who used to be a waitress at Shoney. Oh. At the age of 15 and 16 <laughs> and 17 when I was in high school. So you That's sang great. that song. You sang that song. actually got to sing that wonderful song <laughs> with the hot fudge cake for people having birthdays. <laughs> that was such a fun memory, I think, for so many of us. So, Judy, when Brando was. was when Brando was singing that, you were singing along with him, weren't you? You don't want me to lie. <laughs> I can't sing. Okay, well, but I was humming right. it in my mind. There yeah. you go. Okay. That's what counts. That's yes. what counts. Remembering fun times at Shoney's. So have a wonderful birthday. Oh, that's so sweet, Judy. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it, that's Judy. So Thanks sweet. for the phone call. Bye-bye. Those are good memories. Good memories. Um, I wanted to... This is sort of jumping subjects here. I, I'm, I'm going to... I got like three minutes before the music starts, and I'm going to address this story and this text from Tyga. Mm. Okay, and then when we come back, speaking of memories, like Shoney, we're going to Shoney's, we're going to get into some other memories uh, because I have a list of you know historical moments for TV shows on this day, and some of it's some fun stuff. So that's coming up. But this is a major news story. I've only been asked about it once today. It is Tyga, who's been he was the first text I got today right out of the shoots, and so I don't want to just ignore this. But he has texted the show, and he says, Matt, have you read the article on ESPN about the Ole Miss defensive tackle suing Kiffin in the university? If not, would you read it real quick during a break and give your thoughts on it? Well, so this will be really short, condensed thoughts, Tyga. I'm not going to do a whole lot of commenting on it and all that kind of stuff. I would just say that, yes, okay, this morning I did read the story that was posted on ESPN, which included, weirdly enough, a, a, a legal... Uh, secret recording of Kiffin talking to this player. So the the player secretly recorded it, which they said is legal in the story. But for some reason, I don't know if it's like permissible in the case. You'll have to read that part of it. And then they went ahead and quoted that so you could see what he was saying to him. So this is strictly for the people who have read, because I don't have time to go through all the details. This is all I'm going to say about it. From my perspective, I don't know the severity of someone's, you know, mental issue that they've run into that this player claims that he went through. I don't know because I don't know him. I wasn't around it. So I can't speak to that. I can't speak to 
any of the treatment or dialogue or whatever they had maybe before this story starts chronicling, you know, the, the timeline on it. This is what I do know, and I can say with 100% certainty, that even though Kiffin was using very colorful language, apparently, in this conversation with the player, it is absolutely what every football coach I've ever known would say to me or any other player if we, on our own accord, just skipped practices and meetings. I always understood, and every player I ever played with understood, you must go to practices. You must be at meetings. They are all mandatory unless something comes up and you've talked to the coaches ahead of time. You don't just not show up. And if you, even one time, if you just don't show up, it means we've got, we're going to deal with it maybe, but it's going to be away from football. You don't just voluntarily miss a practice at that level or a meeting, period. That's the way I've always understood it. Then, to also, to the point that's in the article, if you're a player, if you're on scholarship, and a coach, they are all your superiors, say that they want to see you, you must go see them. You cannot say, I don't want to see them right now. You can't do it. That will infuriate any football coach. Any coach will basically remove you from the team. I'm not even talking about the other details of being benched and moved to scout team. I don't care about any. I'm just saying on the surface, I read it and went, that looks like to me, every coach I've ever known would have said that to me if I did the same thing, which is not show up, regardless of my issues, or ignore requests to meet with them. I would have always understood that would have meant I'm gone from the team. I would have known that's what I was doing if I pulled that. That's all I can speak to. All right. Moving along. Stick around. From the amazing hits. That one is huge. Amazing play. Matt Wyatt has got it all for you. Just listen to that. Alright, back with you. I got the mug full of hot coffee from High Point Roasters in New Albany, Mississippi. Go to highpointroasters.com. Order your coffee there. If you're not, you're kind of missing out, just to be 100% honest with you. We're not missing out, though, because the birthday girl is here. The homecoming queen. How are you feeling about this whole birthday thing right now? Well, I'm okay. The older you get, you're just kind of like, yeah, well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I spent many a birthday weekend in my life in the Grove, I'll be honest. Oh, yeah, right, football. It's, you know, because it's always been, it's always football season, and I had lots of birthday cakes in the Grove. and. Um, you know what we're going to do for your birthday? What? Go to the Grove? We are going to name a Grove squirrel for your birthday. <laughs> Did you tell Beaver about this? We have not discussed it yet. Beaver, I told him to tell you this. I'm Beaver, sorry he hasn't already told you this. Beaver, the, I don't know if you realize, but there is an actual thing that has gone out uh, to all Ole Miss alums. It's a fundraising idea for like Ole Miss. They sent out that if you want to donate a certain amount of money to the school, you can name one of the squirrels in the grove. 
sounds pretty dumb. <laughs> well, listen, listen. How am I supposed to know that's but, my okay, squirrel exactly. every week? Okay, you know. Can I tag him? Listen, at the end, <laughs> at the end of the thing that, it, at the end of the email, it says, now look. Whatever squirrel you point at is your squirrel. I mean, it really is all in good fun. <laughs> and when you first read it, you think, what in the world? And then you think, is this dumb or is this brilliant? Because it's, it's worked before. They've done it before. And it goes towards scholarships and stuff. And I was like, Matt, I don't know. This might be brilliant. Some You can pay eighteen ninety nine for a squirrel or up to 500 for a squirrel. You know, you can pay what you want. Let me so, tell you why it's brilliant. But you do, Beaver, get a certificate in the mail that tells you, you're the proud owner or you've, <laughs> or you've named Matt the squirrel. And so it's kind of, yeah. I, I found it to be kind of funny. And then I thought it, it is funny. It's probably the tactic might be kind of brilliant. Okay. Here's why it's brilliant. It is the same. It it, it's attention. kind of a parallel. It runs parallel to like the Paul Feinbaum show. Here's why it's brilliant is because these people got in a room and went, Hey, I got an idea. And they, they spell out the idea and somebody goes, you know what? We got some idiots who'll do that. Well, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it, you see what but I mean, Beaver? At least the money when you name a squirrel is going towards scholarships and things. I'm not really sure what goes toward listening to Paul Feinbaum. It's it's more than just donating the money. What are you going to say, Beaver? I interrupted you. This reminds me of the old Star Registry. Oh yeah, remember that? Yeah. Somebody and gave a lot us of guys. Cards. Yes. A lot of guys back in the day actually. <laughs> They did that for their girlfriends or they or their wives thinking it was romantic. Okay, you know what? I would actually it's more it's more fun to name a squirrel Isn't it? than a star. Okay. So, okay. I'm I'm, I'm actually on board with this. See, yeah, it took me a minute and then I kept reading through it and I'm like, actually this is a really good marketing ploy here. Um, Matt and I were actually gifted a certificate of a star named after us mm-hmm. when we got engaged. We sure did. And they gave us a telescope got with which to look at the yeah. star. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, look here. That's the truth. Uh, Drug Dog Texas show and said, I would pay to name a beaver after me, but not a squirrel. Not. <laughs> what in the world? Well, you know, there's that, there's a play on the grove with the squirrels because there was that book that came out years ago about where did the squirrels go during the mm-hmm. football season. I mean, it's cute. It is. It's it's a neat. It it's is just what a it cute is. thing, is what it is. And let's be honest. It's it, it, there are people who have plenty of money laying around. Yeah, you're right. And instead of just hey here, and giving it, hey, they can actually. I'm going to give it and name a squirrel. And then they go say, hey, guess what we did? Hey, look look at this certificate. There he is. Here's Bucky. There he <laughs> throw is. Him, There's throw him a Cheerio. There's see if little, he'll eat. There's little Matt. <laughs> It is a better idea than some of that stuff. But I digress. But. I did have a lot of birthdays in the Grove, Matt. That, I guarantee that's a neat thing. Cake I, and everything. I feel like September or Ole Miss, either before or after or on my birthday, would always play Vanderbilt. Seems like Jay Cutler threw it down our throat <laughs> when you're in Nashville on my birthday weekend. Yeah. Uh, Lucas on the Murray West live thread said he's going to get buy an old Miss Grove squirrel. He's going to name it Nick Fitzgerald. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. That's so funny. Uh, over to the phone line, Boomer Sooner hanging on the Divinity Equipment phone. What's up, Boomer? You got it. How are y'all today? Happy birthday. Oh, thank you lady. so much. Thank you. That's sweet. All right, Matt. This, but this is going to open up a whole new set of uh, of legal proceedings. What's going to happen when somebody? shows up and decides for uh, 
their meal that day, they're going to grill some squirrels. Uh-uh. Grill some squirrel. No. I, I thought about that. Or they fire up the grill. They got some squirrel on there. No. Who's well, going to say, good. hey, that's my squirrel? Okay, here's my luck, though. You're like, cooking my squirrel. <laughs> killed my squirrel. Hey, Boomer, here's our luck. We do it, you know, we name a squirrel, whatever, and then everything's cool. We see it on during Saturday. We happen to be driving through that part of campus, let's say, on a random Tuesday, and a squirrel has been mashed, right? Yeah. And we see it. Okay, that's our luck. Now we got to explain all this Mary to, Liddy will be to crying. Mary Liddy. Yeah, right. She'll yeah. be crying. So, that's funny. Well, I mean, you you got some little kid that you just bought a squirrel for, and then they show up to the trouble, and there's there's Bubba over there on the side, and he's got about six of them on a grill. What's going to happen? Oh, gosh. Hey, yeah. Who's going, somebody's got some splanking to do. That's hey, yeah, you're right. Think. Okay, Egg Bowl 2024, which is in Oxford. Let's you know, won't be surprised one bit if some oh, of our man. buddies, some of our buddies in a in a Mississippi State tailgate, isn't grilling some squirrel out oh, there to grill. You know, oh, so. I, I would guarantee <laughs> that will be happening. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Appreciate the call. Oh, Thank you. Man. Later. Later. <clears throat> well, see, call. you missed out on a perfect opportunity to give me something I've never received for mm-hmm. my birthday. You could have named a squirrel. Oh, I no, I look, I've I've already done it. Oh yeah, sure. I did. I named three squirrels in a backyard this morning <laughs> after you, and they're out there every day. Great, Matt. <laughs> uh, I'll put up the corn feeder, and we can look at them every morning. That's the dumbest thing you've ever thought. <laughs> that was pretty dumb. That was pretty dumb. Dumb. It works, but they you put that ear of corn on the corn feeder the squirrels get it and, it's, and it's gone in like five minutes yeah they're done they're you like, can't ne- possibly change it out fast enough for them they're like next and they're like next okay what okay your game's at 11 games at 11 tomorrow okay. yes so yeah. maybe they're early and then Ole Miss tomorrow night yeah uh speaking of speaking of games mm-hmm. here's a game that we've been playing this week it is with beaver Overrated, underrated, appropriately rated. And some of these are in his time zone and some aren't. But let's try it again. Beaver, you ready? Yep. (laughs) All right, here we go. He sounds really excited. You can tell he's not. Nope. First up, premiering on this day on ABC, September 15th, 1949. Jeez, man. Oh, what? The Lone Ranger. I used to love this show as a kid. A little, it's like the first show I ever watched as a kid. Listen, hey, listen to the announcer here. <laughs> a fiery horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver. The Lone Ranger. Hyo Silver. His faithful Indian companion Tonto, the Tonto. daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early West. All right, Beaver. <laughs> you got a thought on it? Over, under, appropriate. 1949. <laughs> Matt, you know, I will go appropriately rated. Okay. I, I prefer the band The Lone Rangers to the mm-hmm. show The Lone Ranger, but yeah. appropriately. Appropriately, okay. Uh, and I will say, as we played that, it did hit me that it wasn't necessarily the best idea, Annabeth, to on a radio show that's on in Jackson to have this going out over the airwaves. 
that's part of the that's part of the Lone Ranger intro. So to anyone who heard that and got confused, really, it's, really it's, not. It's merely a sound clip. Okay. That's it's, blah, it's merely blah. A, merely a sound clip. Here's the next one. <clears throat> one of the all-time great TV themes of all time. This show made its debut on CBS on this day, 1965. Now, all you good old boys are about to sing along. You know what it is. And it's a great show, but the theme song is fantastic. Green Acres is the place to be. Sing along, Annie. Green Acres premiered on this day in 1965. And this, Annabeth, this show mirrors our relationship. Here's why. New York is where I'd rather stay. I get allergic smelling. I mean, this is you. I just adore a penthouse view. Darling, I love you, but give me Park Avenue. I mean, she's a city girl. She likes a penthouse view. She's allergic to hay. I love you, but give me Park Avenue. I'm like, fresh air, you know? Let's go. Times Square. You are my wife. Goodbye, Goodbye City, City Life. I hadn't made it that Green we are there. Bum, bum. All right, Beaver, real quick. I know that's all we have time for. Over. I actually liked that show. I used to watch the reruns on Nick at Night, so underrated. Underrated? I love that, Beaver. I love that show, too. That's great. I love that show. Well, I love you, Annie. Love you. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. Coming up next, we're going to end the week and the show the right way. We'll answer some Bible questions with my friend Terry Fant from Hickory Ridge Baptist Church in Florence. That's coming up next in the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Stick around. Here we go, back with you in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go! With the home team. They are your home team. I'm Matt. Beaver is here. Appreciate the homecoming queen spending a little bit of time with us today. And and before we go any further, let me say to you, uh, just thank you so much for being a part of the show and and tuning in each day, and if you listen on the radio and you call and text, but even if you don't, if you just tune in, if you're on the live stream, you check it out on YouTube, Facebook, uh, all the comments and interaction, and I just really do appreciate it. It makes the show fun, and uh, just really thank y'all for being a part of it each week. And on Fridays, and Mondays are fun this time of year and everything, so uh, we got a great group around here, and I just appreciate you so much. And to show my appreciation to you, every now and then we'll get into something really meaningful <laughs> as opposed to theme songs and fight songs and who's going to win and who's going to lose and all that kind of stuff because a lot of that's fleeting and doesn't really have any sort of, uh, what, what should we say, eternal ramifications. But each week, 
pretty much each week we get an opportunity to catch up with my friend Terry Fant, who is the pastor at Hickory Ridge Baptist Church in Florence. And we'll get into some Bible questions, and that really does have eternal ramifications. And I, so I appreciate you listening to that, and I really appreciate Terry being a part of the show. Hey, Terry, happy Friday to you, man. How you doing? Happy Friday, man. I'm doing wonderful. How about yourself? Wonderful. You and I were texting this morning. I went outside at about 6.30, and it actually felt very fall-like and crisp outside. Did it feel that way in Florence? Yes, it did. Yes, it did. A much welcome change. No kidding. No kidding. Sometimes change is good. Hey, speaking of change, all right, speaking of change and change being good, here's a verse that I wanted to ask you about. There's two words in it. One word is conformed, and the other one is transformed. All right, so I want to read this. It's about change. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. It says, uh, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. That is Romans chapter 12, Verse two. So, and I wanted to ask you, Terry, about the whole, you know, not conform to the world, transform the renew of your mind, and the meanings of those. But let's start off with like that verse, kind of put me in the right frame of mind before we start diving into that. Like, what do I need to? What is that saying to me? And kind of what's the context there? So you know, he begins a verse ahead by saying, um, "I beg you, uh, brothers, by the mercies of God." that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, what we're learning, which is your reasonable service. So, so he's telling the believers that, hey, it's not just a one-time prayer and you go live your life like you want to. No, now that you've been born again, live as a living sacrifice. And then verse 2, he begins to explain how, how to keep from not being a living sacrifice and how to be a living sacrifice. Okay. And so that kind of frames the reference of those two very important words. Yes, it does. Okay, and so, so that that first part. Let's talk about conformed. It said, "Do not be conformed to this world." Peel that one back for me a little bit, Terry. All right, conforming here is uh, simply a word that means to be forced into a shape or a pattern. Okay, um, it would be something similar to you know. For me, it's just easy to think about a visual of a jello mold. When you make the jello, it's liquid, has no shape. But when you put it into a mold, it forces it into a specific shape. Mm-hmm. And so he's saying uh, to them, because they've been born again, to live as a living sacrifice, how they live matters. They're going to have to avoid being forced into a certain mold, a certain way of thinking, a certain way of living. Right. You know what I think about, Terry? I've heard um, adults, grown people who they gave their lives to Jesus. They were born again. And I've heard them say that from that point on, like things that beforehand that didn't offend them or didn't turn their stomach or didn't seem to bother them began to really bother them. Like they couldn't stand certain things that they used to stand very easily. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that, and that's the evidence of a transformation, right? Yeah. Um, and so he's saying, you know, we're supposed to be actively being transformed so that ways of thinking, ways of living, you know, that, that didn't used to bother you because you fit in, mm-hmm. you've been called out now 
as a follower of Christ, and you're supposed to be transformed. So that's what that's the evidence of the transformation. But here's what we have to be careful of. We have to be careful of as the Spirit and the Word and even the Church God uses to shape us and transform us, you know, through our mind, how we think. We have to be careful, though, because the world is constantly trying to conform, for, force us back into the mold of the average Joe yeah. uh, who just sort of lives life and dies and his life makes no eternal difference. Mm. So there's a constant uh, attack, if you will, through social media, through commercials, through hobby, all the stuff to force us into a mold or way of thinking and living that is self-centered rather than Christ-centered or other-centered. Right. Terry Fant on your radio right now. Um, I was reading that same verse, Terry, in um, mm -hmm. in a different translation, that the Amplified Bible, which is, you know, it's really close to the older translations like the King James, New King James. It's just got more words. It's like it explains it a little further, you know, so sometimes it's good. Um, and it gave, the version online I was looking at gave a chance to, like, click and, and read a little backstory on the word transformed okay so in romans 12 2 when it says uh and be transformed by the renewing of your mind it said that was from the greek word meaning metamorphosis referring to the process that leads to an outward permanent change um and you touched on that a minute ago being transformed and you said there were three things that take part in 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 sort of helping the believer to sort of transform themselves. What is that? Uh, I, I refer to them just simple for me, simple minded fella, uh, to be reminded of the three great resources of God. Of course, Jesus Christ being uh, our access and means by which we can be in right relationship with God and we can be born again. But after that, God gives us these three great resources, the spirit of God, the word of God and the church. Mm -hmm. And those three things, God intends to be resources to keep us in this place of transformation. Yeah. That word metamorphosis, you know, you, the picture is of a caterpillar goes through metamorphosis, right? Yeah. That caterpillar, that butterfly doesn't never goes back to being a caterpillar again. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, that's and right. that's the warning he's given us. Don't be conformed. Don't be forced into something that you're not. Don't be shaped back into thinking like you used to or the, the sin that so easily tripped you up before. You've been transformed, and those three great resources God uses, you know, that, that changed everything for me. When I started looking at uh, the Bible, the Word of God, as, as part of what God wants to use to transform my mind, mm. well, then I, it's not a have to, it's a get to. And the same thing about gathering as the church. Yeah. So gathering as the church being something that takes part in that transformation as well? Yes, sir. Think about it. Uh, when you're playing on a football team, wouldn't you say that those other players helped make you into the man you are today? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. The same is true for the church. God puts us there to sharpen each other, to encourage each other, cheer each other on, and and hold you accountable. You know, yeah. if you've got good leadership on a football team, they're going to hold you accountable when you're not doing the things necessary to be transformed into a better player. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I've said about our good teams that we had in the late 90s, we were so fortunate 98, 99, around in there, our our coaches didn't actually ha have to handle discipline. Our players handled it. Like our older players would, would handle the discipline of the younger guys. It was, yeah. and which and, is kind of what you hey, shoot for. And, and that's the way. That's the way. That's the way it should be. You know. Yeah. If two brothers can get together, 
and I'm able to say to you, or you're able to say to me, hey, I, I see these things in your life, man, not to embarrass me, not to hurt me, but to but to challenge me and call me up. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, we benefit from that. Right. And and mature, so it really is, we've talked about this before, but so much of this that Paul was teaching in the New Testament and in Romans and in the, in the other letters that he wrote was about maturing along this journey, uh, just like this, being transformed. So it really is about sort of that maturation process, huh? Absolutely, and, and it is. It's a process. Most people don't realize that the Christian faith is a process. It begins, the start line is, is, is a moment of surrender and faith in Christ at salvation. But, man, that's just the starting line. That's not the ending line. Yeah. And this maturing, let me say this too quickly. Uh, just because you get older doesn't mean you're maturing. Mm-hmm. And that's true. You know that. That's yes. true whether it's football, lot, you know, uh, uh, family matters, or, or faith. No question. So the verse, if y'all are listening, you want to read it and kind of maybe see what's before and after, you can. It's Romans 12, verse 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Terry, it is always a real treat. I always feel good about ending the week talking Bible with you and answering some Bible questions. I can't thank you enough, man. Appreciate it. Man, I thank God for you and your boldness and your authentic uh, relationship with Jesus, man. Well, appreciate that. And uh, the podcast, Truth For Today with Terry Fent. Y'all listen to it. I enjoy it when you're out walking, driving, jogging. Um, take a listen. It's a good good daily habit. Terry, talk to you soon. Have a great weekend. You too, my brother. All right. That'll wrap it up. Hope y'all enjoyed that. I did. Great way to end the week. Head off into the weekend. Have a safe weekend. Enjoy some football. We'll come back on Monday in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Do it all over again. For Beaver, I'm Matt. We'll see y'all then. See you.